There is one change I would make if the Cincinnati Bearcats are going to improve their chances of winning a third straight conference championship. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. We're free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to our Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel. Follow us, too, to get an alert every time we drop a new episode. Today's episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I'm Alex Frank, your host each and every day right here on Lockdown Bearcats, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team. Every day, I'm bringing all of my experiences from my days as sports director of UC student-run media organization, Bearcats Media, where I was a play-by-play announcer and weekly radio show host for Bearcats football and men's basketball. So, if the Bearcats are going to win a third straight conference championship, it's time to make a change of quarterback. Evan Prater needs to be the starter. A lot of teams wouldn't do that, make a quarterback change at 8-2. and two. But if the Bearcats are going to win a conference championship, which is their ultimate goal this season, they need to make a quarterback change. Because right now, excuse me, and I alluded this yesterday, Ben Bryan is not working, right? There is enough evidence, 10 games into the season, that Ben Bryan is not the answer. I don't care if the Bearcats are 8-2. and two. I do, but as far as you know, grounds for making a change at quarterback, the reasoning should be, because if you're thinking ahead, the conference championship runs through Orlando. And the Bearcats, when they last went to Orlando, their offense was so predictable, UCF knew what was coming. They couldn't run to the outside. They didn't have any RPO game work, and they didn't have any quick passing game. It was big player bust, and they rarely hit big plays. Outside of the tight end of Wiley and the touchdown run to Montgomery, um, that was all they got on offense. They can't sustain a drive right now with, with Ben Bryant. With Evan Prater, they still might score quickly, but at least you could sustain a drive with him, I feel like. Because Evan Prater would open up your playbook. UCF knows what the Bearcats are. Because when, we, when the Bearcats walked off the field that night, we said that the running game was non-existent in that game. But we felt like it was going to improve, right? They had an off day running the football. All right. Well, it hasn't since. The running game has been stagnant since then. It's been non-existent, right? But if you put Evan Prater in there, imagine what that could do to your offense. Because when you go to Orlando, you're going to have to sustain a drive to keep UCF's offense off the field. The Bearcats couldn't do that the last time they played him. And let's be honest, if you get up, if you allow ECU to have the ball for 13 more minutes than you, what's UCF going to do, right? And by the way, ECU beat uh, UCF by 21 points, the irony of that. But what is the, what are the Bearcats going to look like when they go down to Orlando? This has a very 2019 feel to it. And if you remember that year, the Bearcats were a good team 
but they had to scratch and claw their way to win several games. And when they went to play Memphis, I didn't really know what to expect because I knew Memphis was really good offensively, and I knew that the Bearcats were limited offensively. Their offensive line had not been good all season. Desmond Ritter had been hurt. Ben Bryan was starting as a backup quarterback in the regular season finale. And kudos for the Bearcats for keeping those games close. But there was just that feeling of dread that they were the underdogs in that game. And that is how they're going to be when they face UCF in the conference championship game, if that turns out to be the case, which I do think they will. I think the Bearcats have a good chance to play for a conference championship. I really do. I think they're going to win the next two games. Now, I say that, and I understand that the last two games have been just incredibly hard to watch. Even though there have been some things I like. Jaden Thompson, um, Ryan Coe has been clutch. You know, uh, Tyler Scott has had an otherworldly last two games. And if the Bearcats were able to run the football, we'd be talking more about that. But instead, we're talking about, yeah, the Bearcats are winning, but they're not winning convincingly. They haven't scored, you know, above 30 points or even 30 points in their last five games. And for me, that is just, you know, um, that is just not a sign of confidence going into a conference championship game, potentially in Orlando, because UCF's offense is peaking right now. Bearcats offense is not. But if you start Evan Prater, I think that gives you a chance. I think it gives you a chance to beat UCF because it'll open up your running game. You know, it will catch UCF off guard, right? Make your offense more dynamic. It feels like that's what it's going to take for the Bearcats to beat UCF this time around, if that happens. And I do think if you're the Cincinnati Bearcats, that you can go to Orlando and win a conference championship because for as bad as the Bearcats were in that game in Orlando, they still were up three with three minutes to play. So in essence, while the offense struggled, it was the defense who couldn't get a stop in the fourth quarter against the backup quarterback. So if you were that close, why not make a change and elevate your offense and give your offense um, a chance to compete in a potential shootout? Because UCF has scored a lot of points in their conference championship games. 62 in 2017, 56, I believe, in 2018. They are a, it was, it was a high number against Memphis. I know that. I mean, it was a, a barrage of offense from UCF. Um, so if you want any shot at winning conference championship, by the way, the 2018 score, UCF won 56 to 41. I mean, UCF scored 35 points in the second half of that game, Right. Total yards for that game, UCF had 698, right? 698, 34 first downs, and they and they had fewer time of possession. In 2017, and this is an example of how good UCF is in the conference championship, they had 726 and 32 first downs, and they held the ball for 41 minutes. This offense is unstoppable when they get to a conference championship game. You want to be able to compete with them, and they can if Evan Prater gets the start. Now, that's not to say I would run Evan Prater out there in the conference championship without any starting experience. We'll get into that next. 
But first, I'm here to tell you that Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by Simply Safe. If you thought about securing your home with home security, but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Lockdown Bearcats listeners can get the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. Here's why I love it. So I travel a lot. I was left past weekend, and I was very secure, very safe because of Simply Safe, because they take care of my family back home in Ohio. They take care of us in South Carolina. They take care of my back in Georgia. The effectiveness of the technology, I feel extra supported by the team. Um, what I like most about the app is it's so easy to control it from my phone, the Simply Safe app. I can watch the crystal clear HD live stream of my security cameras, the wide variety of high tech sensors, or something else. Um, they really had my back this past weekend. Um, just the 24 7 monitoring agent or Simply Safe tech support staff. That's why I feel safe. And you want to know why I trust Simply Safe? Because they were named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report. That's the third year in a row they've been named best home security system. It's whole home security, Simply Safe, with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. 24 7 professional monitoring service costs less than a dollar a day less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. With the top-rated Simply Safe app staying complete control of your system anytime, anywhere, arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend, Simply Safe. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/lockdowncollege today. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hey, thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen today. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Alex Frank with you, your host each and every day, right here on Lockdown Bearcats, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. So. Just because I think Evan Prater should start for the Bearcats if they play for a conference championship doesn't mean that that should be the first game he starts. I think it'd be very beneficial for the Bearcats to give him a start on Saturday against Temple. I really do. Now, we're going to find out later today if there's really any change coming to quarterback. I don't think there will be. But just imagine for a minute if Evan Prater got the start against Temple on Saturday. Why? Because Temple's 3-7. and seven. So... You're going to be making your first start on the road, so you're away from the home fans. There's, there's not as much pressure. Lincoln Financial Field will probably be 25% packed, right? I mean, all the all the all people all the people in Philadelphia are going to be migrating to Indy for the uh, Eagles Colts game. Let's be honest. So that's why I would start Evan Prater. Get him comfortable in a road setting that's not going to be hostile. It's not going to be difficult. It's going to be you know. I don't know what the weather is going to be in Philadelphia, but, you know, it's going to be a November road game in Philadelphia, right? And don't worry, the Temple only allows 169.2 yards a game. Pretty doesn't need to even throw for that many yards. You know, one thing the Temple does give up, which I think is going to play into the Bearcats' favor if they start Evan Prater, 196 rushing yards a game. So, to me, this makes total sense. If you start Evan Prater against Temple, 
get him comfortable and understand that, you know, you're putting him in position to succeed. Running game, quarterback runs, RPOs, that'll get him ready for Tulane. You want your first test for him to be at home, right? This makes total sense because you don't want to run him out there in the conference championship. For as much as he could confuse UCF's defense, let's be honest. I'd be nervous if that was me in that situation. You want to get him some experience before the conference championship. Now, the gutsiness of this decision is you're going to make a quarterback change when the Bearcats are 8-2. and two. Teams don't normally do this. They don't. Now, Georgia made a quarterback change last year, and it worked out. So maybe you say to yourself, well, Georgia did that. Why can't we? You know, I heard this point, though, mentioned on the Tony Mo football show. Luke Fickle's 51-9, and nine, and Ben Bryant's won eight games this year. And Desmond Ritter struggled early on in his career. So does that mean the Bearcats are going to make a change? I don't think so. But here's the problem with that. The problem is you have a goal to win a conference championship. And right now, you don't even know if you're going to play for one. Right? You're hanging on. You're going to be Temple on Saturday, I think. Right? Temple's 3-7. and seven. You know, they're not a good team. You should beat them. But what are you going to do against Tulane? If you can't run the football against Tulane's stingy defense, if your offense is not as dynamic, if your offense isn't dynamic enough to crack Tulane's defense, then, excuse me, then what are we doing? Then that's going to cost you a chance to even play for a conference championship. It feels like this season, to me, is going well, but it's skating on thin ice. And the dam feels like it could break very, very soon, right? Right now, and I'm not going to think this, because I think the Bearcats are going to win out in the regular season. But right now, there's a feeling that the Bearcats couldn't lose to Tulane, and their home game winning streak comes to an end, and their season comes to an end after that game. If that happens, I wouldn't even accept a bowl invite. But thankfully, I don't think that's going to happen. But there is still that uneasy feeling that it could all come crashing down. It hasn't yet. But it, but the but the foundation of this team has been tested. I seriously have to ask myself how this team is winning games. Now I keep hearing. Now I do see. I do read the comments, and I do hear that the fact that this team is set, eight and two rather, and five and one in AAC play after losing nine players to the NFL draft. That's pretty good. And I, I think the culture that's in place allows the Bearcats to be a team that wins solely by big plays. But the problem is, sorry, I was mouthing something to myself, nothing bad, all positive. Um, trying to get my thoughts back on track. Um, so I think what happens here is the Bearcats are still winning. What's happening here is the Bearcats' culture is winning games. But what happens here is that culture has to continue to win games. I think the way you do that is you start Evan Prater, right? I mean, it's getting bad enough that the fans 
are chanting Evan Prater's name, right? They're chanting Evan Prater's name. And I think when you, and I think when you have that, right? When you have that happen, maybe you need to listen to what your fan base wants. Luke Fickle is embraced by this fan base, unlike anything that I could have imagined. But at the end of the day, right now, by keeping Ben Bryan as the starter, you are bringing a sense of dread amongst fans. Because as if he doesn't throw for 500 yards and five touchdowns, you're not going to be happy with his performance. And I said that in the offseason. His start to the season made you forget about Evan Prater a little bit. But right now, teams have caught on to him because he's so easy to defend. Teams now know his tendencies, right? So why not switch things up? Make Evan Prater your starter. Make your offense more dynamic. Because I guarantee you, it'll be harder for defenses like UCF in two weeks to adjust to the defense, to the offense, rather, excuse me. It'll be hard for UCF to make adjustments with only two games worth of tape. Tulane only have one and on a short week. It makes total sense to start Evan Prater on a short week. Or not on a short week, but it makes total sense to start him, you know, coming down the stretch. Not many programs would do this. But can you imagine if the Bearcats do it and if Evan Prater leads them to victories and they, you know, just imagine the gutsiness of that decision, how we would praise that. It'd be unbelievable. And again, I don't think it's going to happen. But starting Evan Prater against Temple, I think would get him acclimated nicely. And against Tulane. I think that would make I think that would get him acclimated very nicely. His first big start would be at home. Ease him in on the road to Temple in front of a 25% capacity crowd. Start against Tulane at home, first home start. Now that's not gonna happen because Ben Bryant's a senior, but if it were, and then you go to the conference championship game, hopefully. Coming up, a question I asked myself on Friday. That's another reason Evan Prater should start. I'll explain after a word from Bet Online. As you see on your screen. BetOnline.net is your number one source for both for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts like this one, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Back here on Lockdown Bearcats, Alex Frank with you, your host each and every day. Coming down the stretch to a championship with enough evidence that Ben Bryan is not it. And I asked myself this question watching the game Friday night. Is this team going to the Big 12 next year? It doesn't look like they are by the way they're playing. We are, we don't, they're going. But now is the perfect time to change quarterbacks. You know, Ben Bryan said after the game on Friday, you can't turn a win into a loss. I don't really want my quarterback saying that. Um, I don't really want my quarterback saying that. That's not what my leader should be saying. Um, It's clear that Ben Bryant's play and leadership are not what this team needs, right? 
it's one thing to say this offense isn't good because Ben Bryant is not a very athletic, mobile quarterback. It's another thing to say this offense is not very good because of Ben Bryant's lack of leadership. I mean, three delay of games against Navy sums it up, right? It feels like Ben Bryant is too relaxed. Evan Prater is too, but at the same time, there's a liveliness to him that I feel like has not been used enough. I mean, those two plays the Bearcats ran on, on Friday night, Prater had a touchdown if it wasn't for a great defensive play. So at the end of the day, what this comes down to is whether or not um, you want your offense to be more dynamic. There's enough evidence that even with winning right now, a change needs to be made. Because as I said, with this team going to the Big 12, with this team going to the Big 12 next year, how do you know what you have in Evan Prater if you don't start it? Because I don't think you, go, you can go into the Big 12 with this happening. You don't know if Ben Bryant is it, but you don't know if Evan Prater is it. And imagine if you go into the Big 12 having not even played for a conference championship, but you could have if you had made the change earlier. I get it if you're going to commit to a starting quarterback. Um, I get it if you're going to um, not change quarterbacks because you're winning. Most teams will do that too. But at the end of the day, you know, Ben Bryan does perform well in big games. And let's be honest, he got bailed out against ECU. There's enough evidence that even with the winning, a change needs to be made. How do we know what we have in Evan Prater if we don't run him out there against Temple in a 25% crowd, right? If Ben Bryant's not lively as a quarterback and as a leader, I mean, play in front of a 25% crowd, I guarantee you that's not going to change much. I need someone with liveliness. I need someone who's going to make this offense more dynamic, and that's who Evan Prater is. I got to make sure, we got to make sure, the Bearcats have to make sure that he's ready for the Big 12. And while the focus, again, I said this earlier in the offseason, the focus of this year is on winning the conference championship. And we hear all the time, Ben Bryant's more accurate in practice than he is than Evan Prater is, but the games are what, you know, determines everything. So again, you don't know what Evan Prater can bring until you run him out there. But at the end of the day, the Bearcats, I think, are not going to do that because they are committed to their starting quarterback because he's won eight games, and that's totally fine. At the end of the day, though, at the end of the day, I do think the time, considering you're playing for a conference championship this year, but you're also thinking about the Big 12. If Evan Prater starts and gets acclimated over these next three games, hopefully three games, imagine if he leads this team to a conference championship, what that's going to do for the team, him, the fan base, this podcast, yeah, it's all going to be good stuff. Because... I think your offense is missing a lively element. Now, do you want to live with Evan Prater struggling at practice leading up to games? And I don't know why he's struggling at practice. I don't think it's 100%. Maybe he's just a bad practice player. But you don't know if he's a good game player because you haven't run him out there. And when you go to the Big 12, do you really go in with this situation?
Because that's going to be much stiffer competition than what you're facing right now. And to be honest, right? To be honest, I think the time to make a quarter, considering what you're chasing this year and considering what you're chasing next year going to the Big 12. If you don't know about your quarterback, that's not a good position to be in. Now, does they say that Ben Bryant can't go out there and throw for 300 yards over the next three games each and three touchdowns in each game? No. But there's enough evidence to know that that's probably not going to happen. Right? How many games of three touchdown passes or more does Ben Bryant have this year? I believe he has two maybe. Right? Sure, he's got 20 touchdowns on the season. Sure, he's got only seven interceptions. Is it 20? Actually, I believe it's it's 20 or 22. No, it's 20. But at the end of the day, it's clear that Ben Bryant, despite him winning games, there's not a liveliness to this offense, right? When you watch teams play and you see how electric their offenses are, like... um. John Reese Plumley in UCF, or Tulane and Michael Pratt, or Tanner Mordecai, there's a liveliness to their quarterback, right? There's no the same facial expression every game, like an Eli Manning or an Aaron Rodgers or something like that. I want my quarterback to be live, like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, I mean, Joe Burrow, something like that. Evan uh, Ben Bryant's not that, but Evan Prater is. The focus, again, is on this year and winning the conference championship, but maybe that entails starting Nevin Prater. And starting him against Temple to get him acclimated is a great opportunity to make his first start. We'll find out later today if the Bearcats are doing anything, which I don't think they will, at the quarterback position at Luke Fickle's press conference. All right, thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. Uh, Lockdown Bearcats is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We're free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to our Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel. Follow us, too, to get an alert every time we drop a new episode. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore Natty with two N's and an ATI. You can follow me on Instagram, AlexFranky underscore. Email me at Alex3Frank at gmail.com. Thanks for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out the Lockdown Sports, Lockdown Sports today podcast from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only locked on can provide locked on sports today available on this app youtube and wherever you get your podcasts i'm alex frank for locked on bearcats coming up tomorrow our film review the bearcats 27 25 win over ecu some key takeaways russ Heldman joins me thursday and then it's our game preview friday against the temple owls for locked on bearcats i'm alex frank Have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you tomorrow right here on Lockdown Bearcats.